you good morning everybody it's your boy deville di yeah you're listening to thoughts by deville di the podcast how's everybody doing this morning i hope you're doing great on this cold cold morning man i'm one of those people that i actually love the winter for some odd reason i like it because uh I mind being cold a lot less than I mind being hot. I cannot stand to be hot. Being hot is the most aggravating situation, uh, climatically speaking. You know what I mean? Because, see, when it's hot, it's really nothing you can do about that if you're in the element. Like, let's say, it's summertime. You know, uh, you go outside, it's hot. Unless you're getting in a car, your car has AC, you can beat the heat. You know, you're in your home, you can turn on the AC, whatever, whatever, beat the heat. But if you have to to actually be out, out and about and moving around, that heat kind of sticks to you, man. You know, like you could leave out and, and, and living in Georgia, man, we got hella humidity out here man so you could like i work at multiple locations so i may go to two three different uh places in one day so on a hot summer day i can leave out the building i'm sweating before i get to my car once i get to the car it's hot as hell in the car by the time the ac starts blowing and everything you get to moving you already accumulated that sweat you know what I mean? And, and that sweat just, just goes with you. The whole day and just has you feeling icky and sticky the whole day. But see, when it's cold, you can dress for the cold. You put on, you know, get uh, get your T-shirt, a long sleeve shirt, throw your sweat on top of it, or throw your jacket, a sports coat on it, and you can go out and be good in the cold. You know what I mean? You go jump in the car. Yeah, it's cold in the car, but you're dressed for the cold, so you can still be, you know, somewhat comfortable. But, man, when it's hot, it don't matter if you butt naked, you're still going to be hot. But either way, man, forget all that. First and foremost, while I'm starting off today on this podcast, I want to give a shout-out to Meek Mills for the work that he's doing on prison reform. I ran across a video on Twitter where he um he was speaking on how the uh the sentencing guidelines are not equal for every demographic of people uh how the uh the probation parole system is I don't want to say corrupt but that may be the proper word to use for it unjust like if you don't know the story google meet mills story if you don't know it he was he was locked up for a parole violation probation violation for popping a willy you know something that was pretty much a ticketable offense but when you're they got that paperwork on you pretty much anything that you do that involves you having an encounter with a police officer can be a violation of your probation and he ended up doing way too long for popping a willy and he didn't even get caught in the act they picked him up like the next day 
but I definitely think there needs to be some prison reform going on. And a lot of people aren't going to like me saying this, man, but I'd like to see correctional institutions return to being correctional institutions. Like there was a time where uh, young men and women who were incarcerated could pick up a trade or get a degree or get a GED and just all different types of things to kind of better yourself while you're in there and cut down on the revisitism. It cut down on people going back to jail and the prisons. And no, I don't believe that you should be rewarded for committing a crime. But at the same time, if you're supposed to be uh, rehabilitating criminals, it's, it's like they're taking the rehabilitation element out of these correctional facilities. Now, if you have the word correctional in your name of your facility, there should be some corrective actions going on. But basically what they're doing now is just housing criminals. And a lot of people come home worse criminals than they went or smarter criminals than what they went because it's just like if if you're a plumber and I stick you for the next two to five years in a room full of other plumbers but when I when those two to five years is up and I open that door and let you out you're probably going to leave out there a better plumber than you went in because you spent two years around nothing but plumbers yeah, it's the same thing when it comes to jail and prison. When you take a bunch of criminals and lock them in amongst each other and give them really nothing to do to better themselves, what happens is they come out better criminals because they've pretty much been having criminal college for the past two to five years. You know, and people disguise this is just my opinion the people who run these facilities because a lot of these prisons are private private owned nowadays they're prisons for profit just like there's probation for profit out here these prisons for profit are cutting these programs not because they're trying to be stricter on the punishment element of prison it's because they're trying to save money they're trying to increase their uh their bottom line at the end of the year they're trying to make more money so if we can cut out some of these classes and so on and so forth we're not spending money on instructors we're not spending money on materials and things like that so we're cutting our costs of keeping these people here let's just put them in here put them in a room lock the door feed them you know three times a day let them shower once, once, twice a week, and boom. But at the end of the day, if you're trying to curve criminal activity, would you think that's the best way to do it? That's like punishing your kid by just sending him to his room without doing any type of corrective action to explain what he did was wrong or why it was wrong. You just say, hey, go to your room. And like, why? Go to your room. 
and you let them sit in that room for you know a day or two, and then you just let him out. Like, okay, go, go play, go do what you do. And he has no idea what he did to get put in that room in the first place. Now, I'm not saying that these criminals have no idea what they did to get in there, but the gist of what I'm saying is, it's like you, you got to have some type of something in place to get people out of the mind state of that you know crime is a feasible option for a lifestyle but I'm ranting right now man I'm gonna stop doing that I'm 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 gonna stop doing that and move on to something else man shout out to Meek Mill though as I've been trying to grow my social media in different ways, uh, I recently became more active on Twitter. And, man, like I say, man, I've been running it up, increasing them followers on Twitter, man. And what I've noticed, man, people out here are, people are grinding in every avenue that you can take. I've ran across so many people that use this whole follow and unfollow technique where, for instance, I'm not going to mention the name of these people because I don't want to get sued, but there was a verified account. And if you're in the, if you use Twitter, you use Instagram, stuff like that, you know, a verified account means that this person is a notable person. You know, they're a notable figure in the uh, social media community or the community, period. So these are usually like YouTubers, celebrities, um, Instagram celebrities, Twitter celebrities, people of notoriety. And I've read across one that uh, jumped out there and followed my account. I was excited. I have a few celebrities that follow my account. And, um, but this one particular one, boom, I get this follow. And a couple of minutes later, they jump in my DMs. I'm like, oh, snap. And they send me this whole message about how's your morning doing, yada, 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 this, this, and that. And, excuse me. I replied to it. Oh, my morning's going great. This is this. I'm trying to do this and this and that. And then the next message is, well, hey, if you wouldn't mind, go over and follow me on Instagram. I'll follow you back if you like, yada, yada, yada. So I respond to that. Okay, got you. Yes, I would appreciate follow back. This person never followed me back on Instagram. To the point where I had I have even forgot about that um, we were following each other until uh, the other day. I was just scrolling through my followers, and I noticed this particular person wasn't following me anymore, and I was like, "Damn!" So. Me being the petty person that I am, I immediately unfollowed them on Twitter. Went over to Instagram, unfollowed them on Instagram. 
And almost as soon as I did this, maybe an hour later, I get, boom, I get that same original message that I got. Hey, how's your morning going? So and so and so and so, can you? And I was like, really? These people out here got, I don't know if they have a bot that's doing this or if it's actually like their social media management team that's sitting back and sending out these messages. I don't even know how they realized it. Because if they were really paying attention, they realized that I did not follow you. I just unfollowed you on everything that I followed on. But that's crazy. And it's like out here trying to be a podcaster and influencer to the society and trying to help people out and give them a little motivation and a little discipline and trying to build your following and make connections and so on and so forth and you run into the people that are just uh they're doing the same thing but they're doing it on a different level on a more grimy level in my opinion with the whole follow on follow thing and that's why i tell people to build your network amongst your peers and not the people who are necessarily on the level that you want to be on and that you're trying to be on because those people a lot of times have zero interest in actually helping you or, you know, checking out your content or paying any attention to the content that you're putting out there. They're just trying to get their following up the same way you're trying to get your following up and they're trying to get you to come over and listen to them or, you know, take in their content the same way that you're trying to get them to come over and take in your content. So focus more on your peers, man. Quit chasing down these celebrities and these rappers and singers and Instagram celebrities and everything and focus on that. Keep that eye out for that up-and-coming talent. If you notice people like Vlad from Vlad TV or DJ Academics, they put their focus on up-and-coming artists, up-and-coming people. They're getting to people where, they're getting to people when that buzz is just starting to heat up. You see what I'm saying? And building that rapport and building that relationship. So once they do hit that star level, they'll be willing to come back and still deal with you because you were there when nobody else was there. You were checking for them and you were paying attention to them when nobody else was paying attention to them, man. And with that being said, DeVille D.I. and Thoughts by DeVille D.I. is going to start bringing you some of the hot underground talent. Now, I'm probably not going to be displaying their music on the podcast because my podcast isn't really about music so i may play music i may not but i definitely on my facebook page will share you know all their links and anything that i can any content that they allow me to uh, share with you guys that'll be on my facebook page which is thoughts by deville di uh so go over there and follow my that facebook page and it's coming soon i got an interview lined up for sunday Matter of fact, if all goes well, I'm going to interview a nice new up-and-coming, I don't want to say new, but an up-and-coming rapper out of Chicago. Uh, 
has this single Parmesan. Yeah, I'm going to tell y'all a little bit more like about that later. But just keep that in mind. Because y'all didn't come here for that. Y'all came here for some morning discipline. And so that's what I'm going to get to you. The morning discipline for today. Quit using statements like, I'm almost there. I've almost made it. Because making it gives the gives the indication that you're you're done you finished that means you're gonna stop that means there's nothing else to do that means there's nothing left to do you've hit the pinnacle you've made it and put yourself more in the mindset of you can never make it because you really can never make it there's always going to be something else to do i don't i don't care if you're selling uh, socks and you go out there and you sell 200,000 pair of socks and you make a million dollars off that socks are you gonna say I made it there are people out there that be like I made it I re- I made it I saw I made a million dollars so at that point are you gonna stop selling socks or are you gonna keep grinding there are people out there that at that point they'll stop. They start to slack off. They start to, you know, put their focus on other things. They start to enjoy having that million dollars. But if you really want to be successful and push yourself to the higher levels, you've got to keep on grinding like you never made that million in the first place. And I know a lot of people out there be like, dang, DeVille be talking that shit. But what gives him the right to be to be out here telling us how to be successful and how to do this and how to conduct ourselves and get where we want to be? Because, and I'm going to tell you why. Because I'm not just sitting, I'm not one of those people that's sitting back and pretending that I've made it and taking pictures with other people's cars in suits that I couldn't afford and jewelry that doesn't belong to me and putting forth this image that I'm just this successful businessman, which a lot of these influencers out here are doing, and they're faking it. DeVille Diaz is not out here doing that. What I'm doing is sharing with you guys the process and the things that I am implementing myself to keep growing myself and take myself level upon level upon level upon level and i'm sharing with you the things that i've done that i found success in you know implementing the tactics and things that i'm telling you guys i just it's a small victory but i'm going to share it with you i jumped from i jumped from 87 like two weeks ago, I had like 87 followers on Twitter because I wasn't active on Twitter at all. And in the process of two weeks, I've gained hundreds, literally hundreds of followers by implementing the tactics and the moves, the same things that I'm sharing with you guys. It's working. I want y'all to go down this rabbit hole with me so that y'all can say, hey, I remember when this guy was corny as shit doing this podcast, and look at him now. Maybe it'll end up with a syndicated 
talk show. Maybe it'll end up with a TV show. Or maybe I'll just keep putting this stuff out for myself and packages it in a way that I can make a little bread off of it. We don't know where it's going to go. But wherever it goes, I want y'all to go with me because I love each and every one of y'all. And I want to thank y'all for tuning in to DeVille D.I. Thoughts by DeVille D.I. Man, remember to be the reason that somebody's motivated and masturbated today. Either way, you made a difference because you out here getting shit done. Take this advice and do with it what you will. Ignore it, delete it, throw it in the trash, but don't unsubscribe because I need y'all support. Without y'all, I'm nothing out here, man. If you haven't, go back last night. I posted a new episode of Advice for Gym Noobs. It is titled, what did I title it? What did I title it? Happy Gains Given. You were fat before Thanksgiving. How about that? Y'all go check that out, man. Like I say, go over to wherever you listen, Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Radio Public. Wherever you go and click that subscribe button. Turn on your notifications so that you know every time that your boy drops something. And get out there and have an amazing day. I'm out of here, man. Peace.